Holy shit, I'm gonna come. Welcome to the second episode of the Stupid Movie Podcast for Babies, a modern podcast where we look at modern directors who can still get shit made in our modern world. We'll discuss how directors kept their artistic integrity and whether they had to sell their souls out to do it. I'm your host, Noah. Hey, I'm my other host, Gabe. I'm your other, other host, AJ. <laughs> and we're joined by special guest, Jaron Lucas. Ayo! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the pod, dude. Yeah, welcome. How does it, it feel to be on the most renowned movie podcast on SoundCloud? Well, I'm really proud and honored that you guys saw. Yeah, you're really getting in from the ground, because like, soon it'll be, everyone's going to be barking know, up our tree to get on. Right. Yeah, I'm waiting for the stupid movie podcast for babies bump. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get this. Yeah, bro, the uh, residuals. Yeah. You were like one of the first people we actually floated as a guest as soon as we came up with this fucking idea. Well, I don't know who else you would like who else would come to mind, honestly. Yeah. We don't have a lot of cinephile friends. Yeah. We got a lot of dumb fuck friends. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the time my sister tried to make me watch Jack and Jill? <laughs> what? She loves that movie. She absolutely loves Jack and Jill. Why? I she just has bad taste. Should we get her on the pod? Yes. God, God forbid that, no. We ever do a Dennis Dugan series, we'll get around the pod. <laughs> That's the fucking director of Jack and Jill, I know that. We should oh probably get to the actual subjects. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, so so these things. We, uh, we have been, we're going through Sofia Coppola's filmography. Last episode, the first episode, we did The Virgin Suicides. Um, and we, we made jokes <laughs> saying that that was the name of our podcast, but it's actually the stupid movie podcast for babies. Um, but today to celebrate, um, which I, I, I think this is Sophia's best movie. So, you know, AJ brought in some Coppola wine. We're sipping that Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, Delicious. What do, you, what do you think of the flavor profile of this? It sure tastes like wine. Yeah. Um, you get, <laughs> it definitely tastes like wine. You get, you get the tannins and the, uh, it's like, know. it's a little better than barefoot. I would say. I'm going to do a visual gag for the listeners. I agree. Oh. Very nice. I'm getting notes of uh, Cabernet, of Apocalypse Now, and gasoline. Mm. Smells like napalm. <laughs> yeah, it smells like napalm. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Get the juices flowing. So, what do you guys think of uh, Lost in Translation? Mm. I- I'm starting to notice a theme going on with her movies. What's uh, that? Uh, a lot of isolation. A lot of like yes. A lot of rich white people that are feel alone. Yes. Yeah, dude, that was one of the things I wrote down. Is like, do these movies play better if you're alone Definitely. and sad? Yes. Yeah, no, that was the mood last night, pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> when I watched it. Were you guys yeah. depressed last night? Well, last night, no. We could talk about this later um, if we want to, but uh, the first time I watched this, I had COVID, and it was perfect. Oh, really? I was stuck in my parents' basement because I had roommates. No friends around, no one around. And it was honestly a, a gem in a horrible week. I enjoyed it. It was a nice sick at home movie for sure yeah i can see that this is like the perfect uh quarantine movie like this is like the opposite of what the shining would be for a quarantine movie it's like oh it's okay other people are going through it too yeah <laughs> uh, and this one's got scarlett johansson's butt in it so yeah that shot, was a good first shot 
Yeah. That definitely puts me away. Which, which you know, <laughs> like, I'm sure you guys read this, but she was 17. 17 yeah. Was she? Which, yeah. No, dude. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Ooh. So, like, that's, like, one of the main talking points of, like... I mean, to be fair, show. like, we were four when it came out, so is that... Yeah, yeah. Still so creepy she's, like, how old is she, like, in her 40s now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's a curve. If we had been this age and watched it and be like, which, you know, I'm sure at that time there were guys that were like, nice butts. They didn't even think that she's 17. But yeah. Also, it wasn't like, like that. Yeah. Like, you couldn't tell from the film. I don't feel like, right? Like, yeah. I mean, she was pretending like a, pretending like a college graduate. Yeah. Yeah. I got like, you know, mid twenties got married to early vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Majored to in philosophy. She, she's an old soul is what I'm saying. She's very she mature for soul. her age. She's very mature. Yeah. Doesn't have a job. Yeah, you know, end of philosophy, and she's killing it. What do you think her and her husband even talk about? Like they don't seem to have a lot. I in think common. her and her husband talk about her husband. Yeah. <laughs> well, they made a lot of like nods that she went to Yale, right? Yeah. So would that imply Major that she... in philosophy <laughs> yeah. at Yale? Dude, what a fucking yeah. waste of a even, degree. Yeah, even Bill Murray's like, wow, that's a great, great job in that racket. <laughs> yeah. That racket. Um, I mean, I don't know. Do you think her husband went to Yale? I doubt it, right? I don't think he. I don't know if he's the Yale. Material. I don't know. Was he just a? Was he just a photographer, or yeah, was he like, just like also a, a journalist? He's just a fashion photographer. Yeah, uh, I was kind of confused what he even did. Yeah, I think he's just you know a photographer. Yeah, he he's fumbled even, the bag, is he what he did. Like, yeah. I know, dude. Yeah. He, he had Scarlett Johansson in his hotel room, and he's I, like, "I'm gonna do literally anything he, else." Time to go. And he yeah. lost <laughs> her, uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Narcissism is one hell of a drug. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, he I I thought he was like probably a rich kid. Hmm. Yeah. So, who, I, don't, I don't even know. Who, who else goes into photography? Yeah, we probably live <laughs> yeah. in like New York or something and had like cool friends. Nobody's <laughs> pulling themselves up by their booth traps by photography by no, taking yeah, photography sure. classes. Yeah. yeah. Do we see any of his? I don't even remember. Do we see any of the photos no. he takes? No, no, no. no, no. Just they're like you know lovey-dovey polaroids about their trash i mean the biggest hint we get yeah. to his work is that anna ferris is like i love when you shoot me yeah and she sucks so oh, i'm sure yeah. his yeah. photography sucks yeah i wouldn't trust her artistic <laughs> like the character sucks anna ferris was great as that character i know but yeah. like okay oh, i wouldn't about... trust your character i love anna ferris yeah. ever since scary movie can we talk about one thing uh, i was thinking about this whenever i see whenever i see anna ferris i feel like anna harris is playing the dumb blonde in every movie She's I mean, in. yeah, she's definitely been typecast. Like, if, if you see Scary Movie 1 through 4. I don't think I've seen her four, not play that. Yeah. What's, what's I don't, yeah, I don't think I've seen her not play that play Yeah, that she kills her. Yeah, yeah she does kill that character. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's uh, funny. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I just said a girl who can do, like, annoying, dumb so well. I love it. I eat it up. <laughs> That's Jaren's ideal way. He's blushing right now. I, I am, dude. There, there are hearts coming <laughs> out of his eyes. In, in Scary Movie, like, she's like, Yo, that's tight. <laughs> Amazing, love it. Also, uh, scary movie. Every time she got like hurt, when movies use a pretty girl getting hit in the face as a gag, it's, it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. Hey, Gabe, can I rip that? Yeah, thanks, bro. Uh, what do we uh? Guava. What are we tasting on today? A little Elf, elf Bar? Elf, elf bar, bar BC 5000. Blow it into the mic. Guava. I want to get that on. Yeah, I'm going to uh, blow this vape into the <laughs> You guys tell me what you think of this. Dude, that looks so cool. I wish I had a camera right now. You're just blowing smoke into the mic. Oh, yeah. I would use that as the profile picture blow, on SoundCloud. Blowing smoke, baby. Yeah. That's all we do on this pod is blow smoke. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Wait, tell me more about your thoughts about this movie, just because... Yeah. Um, I, I've seen it, like, four times, and I I, I just want to hear what you guys think. I'll go next. I'm in the circle. Yeah, no, I just immediately... This is infinitely better than the version Suicide. Yeah. Like, it's night and day. It felt like maybe, like, her fifth movie after... This is, like... The thing I was thinking about is, like, if Paul Thomas Anderson went from making Boogie Nights to immediately making Phantom Thread after... Like, it really? just... It feels so much more mature and confident, because, like... This movie has style, but The Virgin Suicides has styles. It's a lot yeah. of what like first time filmmakers will do, where they'll just like throw everything in their first movie because they just have yeah. so many ideas. Yeah, so it'll yeah. be like, oh, interviews with the future pe- people, voiceover, she's in the clouds, fancy writing. Whereas right. this one is just like it's confident in its story and its characters. It's restrained. Yeah. Its mood is the is the vibe of the whole thing. So yeah, I I was immediately like, oh, she's grown. She's Dude, grown. I'm so glad you fucked with it. Dude. I was I was nervous. Like I didn't know what you were gonna think. Just well, I also thought it was like racist and that there was an age gap. So. <laughs> no, uh, no. That ruined it. For you, right? <laughs> um, yeah, this would have been a five out of five, except that it was racist and uh, age gap. What were the other complaints? The dumbass complaints. Uh, just... Oh, I mean, we. I have. I well, I have a lot of trivia for the complaints about the movie, but we'll say let's let's, let's dive into the racism movie. element. So, yeah, as yeah, four yeah. white guys, do we think this movie yeah. is racist? We're gonna be the deciding <laughs> oh, factor. Yeah. So, side note on that, like all the letterbox reviews are either it's either like this movie's racist, she's young, or it's like, dude, this is the best movie ever because it opens on a shot of Scarlett Johansson's ass. <laughs> yeah. I definitely side more with one of those than the other. I don't think this movie's racist at I don't all. Think it is um, either. I, I mean, the character that the character that Bill Murray's portraying is like an out of touch old white guy. So it's like, yeah. of course, yeah, of he's course. not he's, he's not going to pick up on a whole new culture. Yeah, he's a hundred percent type of guy to make like L and R jokes. Yeah, yeah, like that didn't yeah. come off as the movie being racist. That no. came off as him being like a it's boomer. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. The shade of his coat, and it's not like. It's not like a Quentin Tarantino movie where he's like just puts the N word in for no reason and it adds like absolutely nothing to the scene like that one in Pulp Fiction when he's like yeah deep <laughs> storage you know what I mean like yeah. that didn't really add anything no yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's and he also Bill Murray doesn't say the N word so there's that but it's like that would have been really wild if in this movie he's a, he's a boomer you know what I mean like he's it's just like a shade like it'd be weird if he wasn't a little like know? the only thing that Bill Murray was is kind of just like a short asshole like he like and he was just kind of short with people that's because he didn't want to be there i don't think he was yeah. out of racism either i think he was just like, yeah, I, don't, I don't want to be here he felt alienated yeah, yeah also like the reason i think first of all like my argument is that i think this movie could have happened in any foreign country yeah, any foreign oh yeah, yeah but the reason they go with like japanese is because that would be the most foreign to an american western audience yeah but none of the jokes at least i felt were at the expense of japanese uh as a culture it was no. all just like uh, a foreign translation or lost in translation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm fucking confused. Is kind of what I got. Like that yeah. that one joke about like the director talking forever and then the translator yeah. just being like he wants you to look into the camera. I read that more. <laughs> I read that more as like a joke about directors taking forever to say yeah, absolutely yeah, exactly. nothing yeah. versus like oh the you know it's a language yeah. joke. No, exactly. That and that was like one of the main like complaints. But honestly, yeah, it's more a joke of like she's like filtering out all the unnecessary shit that he's saying. Yeah. And then just telling him the bare essentials. I wish I like had subtitles for that. I would love to know what he's actually exactly saying. Right yeah. yeah, actually, I would like to find that out too. I'm sure we could probably look it up, but yeah. we're not researching. You put a lot of effort into that, but like, yeah. Yeah, I showed up with wine. That was the all, all the research we did for this. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, no! I'm very happy yourself. about that. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's we'll, okay. we'll save that for the end. Yeah. But, yeah. No. I so I should have got two bottles. Should have gotten two. Yeah. yeah. We're wow. I didn't realize how much. <laughs> yeah. We we've been. Damn. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. knocking this back. 
So, so I mean, like, mic. so in addition to the, uh, like, racism thing, I guess, well, not in addition, but, like, in, <laughs> never mind, in that, like, vein of thinking, I guess, I thought it was cool how, like, she used, like, him being in a foreign country as, like, a way to, like, describe how it feels to be, like, alienated and not mm-hmm. connecting with people. Yeah. Like, like, it, it's like, you know, the saying, like, uh, we just don't speak the same language, like, it's like that, but, like brought to like the next level like he just feels like you can't connect with anyone literally because there's a language barrier i have a bit of an antidote about this anecdote not antidote but (laughs) when i went i I went studying abroad and you become teach you anything (laughs) no i don't yeah it's just like when you go studying abroad you get like really desperate for anyone that has a similar like language or culture to you especially if you don't speak to like if you're not confident in the language of the country you're in you're just desperate for some kind of human like connection where you're like yeah. i can talk to you very confidently because you just feel like a like a fish out of water a lot like you feel like i felt like like a, like a little baby bitch because i couldn't speak the language in peru yeah in peru uh, so whenever i had friends like from new jersey who i'm still friends with today because of that experience i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah. It, it makes a lot of sense while in this whole age gap thing i'm gonna get to that they're just desperate for anybody yeah that that's anything yeah. that's why the age gap because i didn't read it as a particular romantic or even sexual relationship no, yeah. between the two like i'm sure bill murray probably deep down wanted to fuck her like his character at least but yeah, yeah. it was like a spiritual yeah love, it was know? more just like they found someone who they can connect with yeah and like if he did like he has an affair with another american yeah. singer there so it's nothing to him yeah, it, yeah like yeah. if he wanted to i'm sure if he wanted to they yeah. could have but you yeah. know he respected he her as a person her, yeah. yeah yeah kind of seemed like uh like in another life maybe yeah 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 they were definitely like a little more than friendly with each other especially when they're on the bed and he's like leaning over like that but oh, speaking of that um sorry i don't want to derail this but I just had something to say about, like, the feet in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) This is our feet corner. Like, in in that, yeah, so this is the the foot corner of the podcast. That's going to be my thing. I'll I'll talk about all the foot fetishy shit. We should get a title song made. We get the foot fetish out of the way, It's the foot corner. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Foot corner. Nah, um, but, like, there was, like, a lot of foot shit happening. Like, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but, like, first of all, he was, like, rubbing her feet, like, in that bed. And then she, like, stubbed her toe, and they kept having shots of her feet everywhere. Yeah. And they kept, like, talking about feet at, like, random points. She also said points. that she had a photography phase where she took, took pictures, pictures of her feet. feet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I thought was funny. I was like, that's so... <laughs> like, yeah. so Jaren's like, that's so, me for real. So she's so ahead of her time, by the way. So does Sophia have a foot fetish, is what I'm wondering. She also dated Quentin Tarantino yeah, briefly. Wait, she, wait, hold, wait, what? What? Yeah. Okay, derail it. We gotta talk about yeah. that. What? <laughs> she, well, it's connected, you know. Yeah, she dated Quentin Tarantino briefly around when she released Somewhere, I think, which is, I don't fucking know what date that is, probably 2003 or something, but, um, yeah, they, she dated him. <laughs> what was that, that like? That, that fully tracks. Well, I mean, that's, that's why I was talking about the feet thing, because, like, I'm sure he, like, I'm mind. sure he got a foot job from her if if the if the dots are connecting. <laughs> Dude, Not to be grotesque, no, no. but I mean, for, for the for the foot corner, can we do like pull them piggies out? I, I've had that in my mind for a second. It's called pull them piggies yeah, out. Yeah. All right, it's time to pull them piggies <laughs> out. <laughs> we have a squeal like. <laughs> this little piggy went to the market. <laughs> this little piggy went. On the- <laughs> this little piggy I can, I can lay down a track for that for sure. I'll, I'll get like the same beat I got for the theme song off of YouTube. I didn't know I can lay down like a really solid like 
Gabe's like, no, I need to do this. I want to do this. <laughs> Let's do it. Let bro. me do this. No, we got to make it happen. What were we talking about? Pete and yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah. I guess having. I feel like that's more of like a. I like your movies, so like I'm sexually attracted to you, not the other way around. Yeah, like, <laughs> I like your movies. Let me give you a foot job. See, like yeah. there, I can actually imagine them like having conversations. That makes sense to me. They would just talk about like random movies. But you, you think they would have conversations, or he would just like talk at her? Yeah, probably yeah, more than I second, was thinking but... that. Yeah, I was thinking that. She'd be like, "Oh, that's nice." He would just like railroad yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't imagine why I even want to date Quentin Tarantino. No, I love his movies, but he seems a little insufferable. <laughs> Makes you think of yeah. that. That story always, I always goes viral on Twitter about how uh, Fiona Apple quit yes, cocaine dude. because having it. Wouldn't she hang with Tarantino? Was it PTA? Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. That is funny as shit. Yeah, I like. I can imagine. Yeah, she's like, I'm never. Drugs are bad. Yeah, I'm never doing this again. Scared straight, and it's just a hang sesh with. I can see how that would be awful. Yeah, totally. Just oh him talking God. about some random ass grindhouse movie from the seventies while coked out of his brain. Some random ass grindhouse movie that's like probably not even good. Yeah, and it's just like he just like watched it when he was like six. You know, some rated R piece of shit. He There's already some... gives me cocaine energy. Oh We're, yeah, him on coke yeah. that day is like crazy. Yeah. No. Um. Can we talk? Um, one thing about the theme of this movie I didn't get to earlier is about like I've never seen a movie like capture boredom and then make it interesting. Like, yeah. a lot of the yeah. movie revolves around, around them being alone and bored. Yeah. Well, I, I think depression is just interesting boredom. Yeah, because this movie <laughs> isn't particularly fast, but it's not, it's never uninteresting. Like, there's long stretches of them just, like, sitting in a bar, sitting in a bedroom, and I'm just, like, captivated. Like, yes. I know, yeah, it's like, yeah. So that, that's why I was wondering, like, how you would feel about it, because mm-hmm. it, it is, like, a slow movie, but, like, a lot of people said it was boring as fuck, like... Those people I are was, no, I think that was part of the theme, though, right? Like, that, yeah. was, that was definitely a core aspect of, like... Those people are dumb, and we should kill them. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it was slow, Jared? Or, like, boring or anything? Um, no. I thought that it was... I mean, obviously not that much happens, but, like... It was so, like, pleasant, and uh, the vibes were... Like on a high frequency. I don't know. And back, but, uh, no, they were. Yeah, but I did. I remember I was watching it and I paused it um, halfway through to go do something. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm halfway into this. And I thought I was like much earlier in the movie, which yeah. is a compliment to it. But also, I was like, nothing really happened yet. And I had seen it before. So I was like, I knew the arc. And then I was like, I remember nothing really happens. But yeah, I don't know. It is definitely boring but yeah i was actually surprised at how little happens because i yeah. when it's like oh he's on there for a week i figure like oh he's gonna extend his trip to stay with her no he just leaves yeah. at the end of the week yeah like, begrudgingly i'm so but... glad that happened too yeah. because that makes it so much more like wistful you know mm-hmm. i know that was the the one word that i would have like put to the movie wistful 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it so much sadder, too, because it's like, oh, they never see each other again yeah, after this movie. I, I do like how gra- it's really grounded, though, because it's like, yeah, he's got a wife and get at home. Of course he's going to leave. Yeah. Just, no matter how he feels. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think the vibes are so it. sad to me always, especially like that one. That one was like very sad where like, especially how they're just like, well, bye. I know. And then it's like yeah. so grating. But that. it's so real. Like, it that's what real. that's what happens. I you know? had that, yeah. Fuck dog, I'm gonna start crying. This is no, that's I mean, that's what happens, (laughs) especially how like they were originally gonna say goodbye, you know, with her just being like, Well, see ya, just hops in the elevator and pretends not to look at him. Mm -hmm. Like, ah, but then he sees her, you know, 
it's like unexpected but it also didn't go the way that like a lot of shitty writers would have taken that kind of thing like a lot mm-hmm. of, in the wrong hands he would have had this whole big like stop the plane you know <laughs> like, so that's what i thought was gonna happen because yeah. i knew about the yeah. ending how he like whispers in your ear because i was yeah. a nerdy little kid who would look up like top 10 unexplained endings yeah as a kid and that was always one of them like oh what did he whisper in her ear so i figured it was gonna be one of those like casablanca like you need to get on that plane but it's just she just like runs out and says bye that's about it what do you what do you, what do you guys think he whispered in her ear mm. I, like to, I like to imagine bill murray was like doing a gag you like i don't even know what you would say but i just goes, imagine he's fucking with her he farts in her ear. <laughs> he says, <laughs> That's my one regret. Yeah, he's just whispering his phone number and says, send feet pics. <laughs> to a 17-year-old. Oh. A 17-year-old Scar Joe. Well, that was, I was kind of laughing at myself thinking, he'd probably whisper like, please, this is my number. Like, I'll get away from my wife for a weekend. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The I'm the hottest sure could, girl that's ever looked at me. <laughs> she could probably find it. Like, he's a famous actor. Yeah, so, yeah, she could easily get in contact if she wanted to, by the yeah. way. Send a letter to my fan mail inbox. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, though, how famous is he if he's doing, like, what was it, gin ads? And... Well, yeah. he was, like, I think the implication is that he was famous when he was younger. Like, mm-hmm. a lot famous. Yeah. A lot more famous when he was younger. She, she said something that was, like, yeah, back when you actually made movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get his ass. Also, I, th- yeah. I feel like... I feel like he's like supposed to be an analog. Do you ever see like the um, I don't know what you can call it anymore. There's a guy with a mustache and a fucking shitty haircut. He used to be like shooting people. He's like a vigilante justice. Tom Selleck. I think so. No. Anyways. Burt Reynolds. It's, they're the same person. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, the, that vein of 1970s action star where it's like they're way past their prime and they're just doing whatever. Yeah. They can. I mean, that was kind of Bill Murray at this point in his career because yeah, he had yeah. the the big run in the 80s of doing like meatballs and stripes and ghostbusters and then you know he had recently fallen in with wes anderson but it wasn't wes anderson wasn't that huge at that point oh. and then he gets an oscar nom for lost in translation and that kind of lifts him back i didn't up know he was nominated that's cool he yeah. was great that's like, that was a great performance by him I, I have some of the other people that were nominated that year and it is a wild list can i wait what's the list yeah i'll have to pull it up for sure but here gabe say what you need yeah. to say because i gotta pull this best actor I'm, I'm list. Gonna, while we're doing this i'm gonna drop a little trivia it was actually wes so sophia coppola was apparently uh, friends with wes anderson and that's how really? she that's how she got in contact with bill murray yeah dude wes anderson's uh friends with the coppolas him and roman coppola have written a few movies together where are wes anderson movies was bill murray you know then oh he's been in, he's been in every single one except oh, for really? bottle rocket like Rushmore was one of his big returns. Damn, now that, that you say that, one. yeah, duh. yeah, dude, he's like Wes Anderson's I was, muse. I was about to say, what is he in other than French Dispatch? And I was like, oh, that one, dude, Life Aquatic, yeah, uh, yeah. Royal Tenenbaum. He's yeah. great. Rushmore's still my favorite. Wait, Bill it, Murray, what, but that's just so personal to me. Yeah. What's the one where it's um the kids and he's, he's a Boy Scout? What's what's, what's that one again? Who's oh, Moonrise, Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, when he plays like he plays a very similar character in Moonrise Kingdom too, just like a depressed yeah. man who can't connect to his wife. That's such a good movie. Dude, yeah. wait, wait, who, who was he? Was he in Tannenbaum's? Was he, yeah, he was. He was, he was the one getting cucked by Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh yeah. <laughs> who was who the patriarch in that? Uh, uh, Royal Tannenbaum. He was played by Gene Hackman. Gene, That's right. Hackman. Gene Hackman. That's one of my favorites. Gene Hackman. All right, you want to hear the best actors for? The year he was nominated. Yes. I'm gonna save the wildest one for last because this is one I'm like, wow, they really did that. So the winner was Sean Penn in Mystic River. Uh, I was gonna watch it before the podcast, and then I just didn't feel like it. Another one was Ben Kingsley in The House of Sand and Fog. Looks like a snooze fest. Yeah, Jude Law in Cold Mountain. 
Except for Schindler's List, but yeah, Ben Kingsley's great in Schindler's List. Yeah, that's um, the one. The, the rest of it's like. But then the other one that I'm like, what the fuck? Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Jack Sparrow was nominated for okay, Best Actor. Okay, bro, he was good though. I mean, dude, he, he no, was, he's great honest, in it. But I'm just funny, like, but it's like that's not an Oscar movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. I know. That's why. Do you want to hear what one Best Picture over uh, Lost in Translation? No, you're gonna hate this. What? So it's a it's a fantasy series that I know you're not a fan of. It's the last movie in that series. It's a trilogy. Yeah, it's the last movie of the trilogy. I think early 2000s. One Ring to Rule Them All. Uh, that's a one of those. <laughs> How do you not know? Oh, Lord one? of the Rings. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah, third Lord of the Rings. I've, I've fallen asleep every time I'm trying to watch that fucking series. Yeah, right. Yeah. You, you have, you have, shit's yeah. boring as fuck. I'm sorry. I, I'm the stand up for Tolkien. You, you have to read it. Nerd. Like, whatever. I don't care. Reading <laughs> is pretty boring, too. Yeah, that sounds okay. a way worse game. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I don't see how reading that movie would be more interesting. You know you know what I missed in that movie was words. No, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Tolkien, really boring protagonist and antagonist, but the world is pretty sick. That's sure. it. That's I do it. love I do love some good world building. I also do love Liv Tyler. Yeah, she's not in the book though, is the thing. Like that's <laughs> yeah, just words on a page. Tyler. Yeah. That was that was my big Oscar corner I was gonna do. She did win for best original screenplay over Four movies I've never heard of. Oh, Finding Nemo. I've heard of that. Finding Nemo got nominated for Best Original Screenplay. What the? Fuck? I thought I thought they I thought she won like an Academy Award though. Yeah, she, she won Best Original for Screenplay. Best oh, okay. Yeah. It, it it is a good it yeah. is a good screenplay. It's a great screenplay. Yeah. If only it wasn't racist and there wasn't an age gap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. So are the racist <laughs> accusations like you're mocking? It's like it's, they're they're saying like the portrayal of Japanese people in the in this. Keep in mind, this is we're talking yeah. like American. Liberal, yeah. I don't know. It's it, whatever. It's it's basically just like white people in the United States who are like that's racist when they've yeah. never like left the fucking country, probably even their home state. And then there are people f- who are actually from Japan, like writing reviews on the fucking letterboxed, and they're like, or responding to those reviews, and they're like, "Dude, I live in Japan. This is pretty accurate. <laughs> like, what are you talking about?" Yeah, I don't. I really up. don't see how it could be construed as. A, actually, no. There was one scene where I'm like, "What are you doing, Sophia?" Uh, it was one? the escort scene. Was, was she an escort who just like comes oh, up to Bill Murray's room, like rip my stockings? Yeah, that was when I'm like, "What the fuck well, is going on?" That was weird as fuck. Yeah, that, that was, was weird. weird. Yeah, that's the only scene where I'm like, "Sophia, what are you doing?" Yeah, why? Why they they like sent up like a escort that it was, was like okay. into like domination play is it like what I think yeah our word yeah. play like you yeah. know what i mean the, if, yeah. the, if the whole movie was like that i'd be like yeah that's pretty bad Ooh. but that one scene was kind of an outlier the rest of them like no this isn't racist can like, we, can, yeah. it was a little funny though it was a bit funny yeah it was funny i like, <laughs> I like the scene he's just like he's like what yeah he, he, like, <laughs> what are you talking no, like, about his, his like disenthusiasm i thought was funny yeah you just like really like oh, okay <laughs> I guess yeah. we're doing this now. Yeah, yeah. he's like, <laughs> yeah. No, he's I love so go with the flow. Bill Murray is like the best actor that can just look sad as shit at all times. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. It's great because he's so funny too. That was one of my topics. Was is Bill Murray the best actor at conveying just crushing sadness? Mm. Well, it's it. He's so great because he's like a great comedy actor. Mm-hmm. But then he like a lot of like Steve Carell, for example. It's hard to like for me personally. It's hard to see him like in a serious role. Um, he he can do it in like very specific circumstances. Like he's in this new show now that about like where he gives therapy to the serial killer or something. The patient. Yeah, the patient. He he fits that for sure. But 
Bill Murray is very flexible. Like he can he can do it. Well, thing, yeah. do he doesn't even have to like yeah. switch up his persona that much. Like his yeah. dramatic and comedic personas are pretty similar. It's just like a dude who's over it and kind of yeah. sad. Like sad charismatic guy. Like he's basically yeah. the same character minus like he's a little peppier in Ghostbusters, but he's still the same like kind of I'm I'm over all of this. Well, yeah. Cracking he was, like, he was quips. playing himself almost. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. I, he honestly kind of annoys me. I do think he's really cool, but something about him I'm like like something about it, he's too self-aware, and I'm like, he, well, no, it's just know, that like, like the internet's ruined, like Reddit's ruined him. Like Bill Murray, it was so Maybe. epic, he stole a fry from me, uh, whatever. Yeah, sure. There's something about him. I'm just like, you know what you're fucking doing. You, uh. <laughs> yeah, he definitely knows his his uh, persona. He is swagged out though. Mm-hmm. I do think he's cool as shit. He's got swag. Mm. He's got so much swag that he can turn an ugly ass camo shirt inside out and still look dapper. Oh wait, dude, do you have the outline up? Because I found no. that camo shirt on eBay. Did you really? What? Yeah, I like, found like the original one or like. Um, I don't know if it was original, but it was one of the promo shirts they have from the original movie. It's like 150 bucks on eBay. Whoa, dude, I want it. Yeah, should we buy it? Should we? Yes. As soon as we get some Patreon money, we'll buy yeah, the lost we'll spend, like, we'll spend it on merch. Oh, uh, it says. So that's it. Yeah, that's it. Inside out, and then the actual shirt. It's Speak, not loading. But. Speaking of that shirt, like the the money shot of the movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where with, she's like leaning on this, him. the zebra shit. The one that I'm gonna <laughs> Photoshop you two into. Oh sweet, <laughs> dude, Chef's kiss. Oh my Ooh. goodness. That's. I think wasn't that was pretty much the climax of the movie was when they're out in the nightlife, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, so, I agree. so fun. Yeah. It, it, it is so cool. She did a great job just being like, these are fucking cool ass people. I know, you yeah. ignore the fact that on their first time hanging out, they're doing karaoke and how terrifying that would be in real life. Yeah. If some girl that you just met is like, hey, you want to come do karaoke yeah. with me? Yeah. My friends? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you do it. Yeah, you're more fearless than I, I guess. I would, though, because that's like a, like a, you cha- would, that's no, a you challenge. Would. That's like, yeah. You would do that. Yeah, it's like, I would be. Well, and well, the thing is, everyone else is doing it too. So I feel like you know, I would turn and run if they some girl I just met. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I <laughs> was like, I mean, hey, let's I do mean, karaoke. In, in yeah. the context of the night, they already got shot at with a BB gun. Like at that point, it's like, well, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll sing some songs. She was so. Oh my gosh, Scarlett Johansson was so adorable. Mm-hmm. Like when she's singing karaoke. So, well, I forgot the song. I don't know what the words are, but she was so like cat. She was perfectly casual, you know. Like, yeah, not too much, not yeah. too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm blushing. So the thing is, <laughs> I, I, that scene illustrates why. Uh, so I don't think there's a romantic angle. I think the problem is that they just have so much fucking chemistry yeah. that people construe it as a romantic. Because I don't think anything they do is particularly. It felt kind of like a dad accompanying his daughter, yeah. but just Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson have so much chemistry that people think that oh he's coming on to her, and, you know he's a little flirtatious, I mean, but it's no more than like you're like a dad trying to right. seem cool. I mean they did kiss, so I mean yeah, uh, but yeah. It, even that wasn't like romantic. It was just like a mm, uh, I love you, like you're you're another soul I found. But they made out kind of hard. Didn't they? <laughs> I feel that. I mean, like, by the end, you mean? I, yeah, honestly, they? it seems oh, kind of. Yeah, it's I, I felt the. I felt the love in the air. That honestly. was a, that was a passion and kiss. Right? Yeah, I, the, it might have been one of those two where it's like they both would, but they know they should. Yeah, yeah. It's for, like well, restrained. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it can be one of those like in between things, like where it's like, yeah, is it platonic? Is it not? It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. yeah, like that that exists in real life. I shades of gray. I'm not. I think that's like a pretty 
yeah real situation no, for real people. no it was real it's like someone who in any other circumstance if you were a little older if you had met at a different time he wasn't you, married if you weren't already with some if they right. both aren't were, oh, that's another married, thing i yeah. liked how bill murray's wife like it, it's she's painted as she kind of sucks but it's never like oh she's like a oh, bitch she's like ah, i hate you where's my alimony it's yeah. just like Oh, what color do you want the bathroom to be? He's just like, I it's don't just like care. They're, just not a, they're not a good match. Yeah, like they just yeah. don't connect. Not. He doesn't connect well, with also her. Also, when, yeah. when you have a wife and kids, that's life. There's a lot of, it's not like going to be glamorous at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. You, like, your lifestyle is being sexy when you have kids and when you've been married for 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, that's like, it was just a normal, normal ass marriage. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, can you check out these carpet samples? What was that? Well, he's like, uh, you're totally right about the burgundy. That one blows the rest out of the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought it feels very natural that these two isolated people, even if they all are both married, like they're like looking for some kind of companionship. And since it's a guy and a girl, and they are heterosexual, it makes sense that there'd be something there. I recently yeah. rewatched yeah. In the Mood for Love. Oh, similar baby. shit. There's some. No, so that, is, that is kind of that's a good comparison. Yeah, something so actually, cute yeah. about like you can't be together, but you're both like unsatisfied in your relationship, and mm-hmm. you Sophia's, do have great chemistry. Yeah. Sophia is a long, long car wife fan. I can see that. Yeah, we'll do that for a Criterion cast for sure. Oh yeah, that is a gorgeous fucking movie. We, we, we want in the movie for love, bro. Yeah, yeah I yeah. He's the I, man. We should do more than like one Criterion cast for like break because like there's so many good. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, because uh, I want to do Fallen Angels too. Yeah, yeah. I also recently rewatched that one. Oh, I, I put wait. my friend on. I had a I have a friend who I just knew would love those movies and forever. I was telling him I was like, you got to watch those, and then he was like, all right, fine. He watched Chung King and then he was like, dude, a million percent. And watched like all of them. I love putting people on the movies, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, this has been such a great development. <laughs> this is why we got Jaron on the pod. Because yeah. he, he comes on just like uh, spitting Wong Kar Wai. Yeah, this is like, I'm so into this, man. Noah loves Wong Kar Wai. Yeah, like, yeah, we were talking about that. We were playing like we, yeah. we were talking about that at the pool bar. Yeah, yeah. we were playing billiards, you know. <laughs> and I had no idea how to play, so they were yeah. just like showing me. Let's go with was... some billiards after shit. I'm down. <laughs> I, I could be down. Bro. Two, two and two. I'm down. Yeah, I know how to play now, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm rough. I just like it. Like I'm not very good, but I play all Dude, the time. Dude, Jaron's so good at billiards. I'm nice. I play all. Alright. Let's pour in some more Coppola Cabernet. If you're gonna pour it, do it in the mic. Okay. I wanna get that. Yeah. I wanna get all the Does anyone else want it? No. no. Kill I that. that. Okay. You got it, bro. Thank you. It's all you. Um, so also I wanted to say, like, not to knock Sophia, but I think um Bill Murray added like a lot to this movie. Yeah. Like a lot to this yeah. movie. Well she wrote it for him apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. Uh, he is a perfect like uh uh like I don't know. He's just so charming and like on the spot, funny, and like mm-hmm. just from from nothing will just like spin some stupid story. There's yeah. a podcast I listen to called The Rewatchables, and they always ask who won the movie, and I didn't want to just steal their category, but like uh, Bill Murray won yeah. the movie. Yeah, he yeah. did win the movie. If anyone, he, like, so is that is that like out of the cast members? Or it's out of like anyone. So like they would do Goodfellas, but like who won the movie? And some people would be like uh, Ray Liotta, or some people would be like Martin yeah. Scorsese. So if we did that, I would say Bill Murray won this movie. It was. He was the first one I thought of. Like, no offense to Sophia, uh, showed so much growth between this yeah. and the Virgin Suicides. Uh, well, okay, let, let's look at it this way, though. I mean, I don't know if we can say Bill Murray won the movie because she literally wrote the movie for Bill Murray, so that was kind of like her hmm. her idea the whole time. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, it's different if she just casted him in the role. Yeah. But, like, she she was thinking about that from conception. Bill I think Murray. it's more of a case, like, if you come over right after that movie, who do you think of first? Do you think of Bill Murray in it, or do you think of Sofia Coppola? Which, for me, I thought more of Bill Murray uh, first. But it did, it did win Best Screenplay, so, like, being that she wrote it. Well, to be fair, the Oscars are dumb and stupid. Yeah, so. yeah I mean, it's not a good metric, but I'm saying... I, I haven't seen Mystic River, but Sean Penn's not as good. <laughs> I've seen the scene where he's like, Is that my daughter in there? Also, Is that my daughter in there? <laughs> also, Sean Penn's just, like, fucking annoying. Yeah, Dude, Bill Murray's way better. Life. Do you know how he... Was it he went to Ukraine just to, like... <laughs> oh yeah, like, he was gonna, no. He was gonna like join the army in Ukraine, and they're like, he's no, a journalist now. Like, like what a fucking wiener! I hate him so much. He was good in um, Licorice Pizza, though. Licorice Pizza is like was... very close to his actual persona, just like a skeevy Hollywood. Yeah, dude. I was like making fun of him. For yeah, sure. I love those roles where it's like the actor doesn't realize the director's making fun of them. eyes wide shut. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, Tom Cruise, yes. I kind of don't like yes. Tom Cruise or Nicole Kidman. That's why I love eyes wide shut. Yeah, I know because they're like well, both just terrible. And also, yeah. I love hearing like the lore about how Kubrick like tortures them. And yeah. he didn't really like him either. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. And then the Illuminati killed him. Yeah, yeah. right. I After absolutely... he fakes the moon. Yeah, right? well, yeah, he yeah. filmed the moon. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love how he ruined a marriage in one film too. Yeah. yeah really... Oh, so they so they just got married during that. Yeah, then... well, right, right before the film. Yeah, they divorced. No, they divorced like two years later. Fun fact: Fucking Katie Holmes attended the premiere of Eyes Wide Shut when she was like sixteen or something. <laughs> yeah, she's Rachel, right? Yeah, Rachel. she was the first Rachel. Mm. I hate that character so much. Yeah, you don't like that. Rachel? I don't like Rachel. Mm. I thought I thought she was the best Rachel. No, I just don't like the character oh, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate you didn't add much. I hate her in the Batman movies so much that she's like the motivating force where it's like I can't be Batman anymore because Rachel doesn't exist. Yeah, there's no point to be Batman without I mean, Rachel. Let's, let's be real. I'd like to, Batman. I'd like to, Bruce. I'd but, like to formally <laughs> apologize to any Rachels listening to this podcast because <laughs> no, 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 I know no, a few. No, no. I know fuck a you, few, Rachels. But. <laughs> <laughs> If your name's Rachel. We do not endorse Rachel slander. I don't hate Rachel as a, just a name in the real world. I think it's kind of I a do. boring it's name a for a movie name. character. Vicky Vale. If it had been like Rachel Raspberry or something, <laughs> where it's like make it sounds like a comic book name, but it just sounds True. like some girl. It sounds like some girl in your dorm floor. That name would be a lot better if her name was Rachel Raspberry. Rachel Raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> she was nominated for a Golden Raspberry for that performance. I forgot Ooh. that existed. Yeah, and then the Gyllenhaal took it from her, right? Jason, yeah, then Jason then Maggie too. came in, got blowed up, um, which was the best thing that movie ever did. <laughs> I hate her. I was just thinking about that the other day. How much better those movies would be if they didn't have fucking Rachel in them? No, nah, I, I disagree with you because then we wouldn't have Rachel. Rachel, <laughs> where is she? Where is she? Come on, that's great. That's like I, just, I don't like Batman being motivated by uh, like, a, a woman. Yeah. yeah, you'd rather have him be. Motivated I I by like a, incel Batman. Yeah, I like him motivated by being a virgin. Yeah, I that. <laughs> that's why I love the Robert Pattinson one because he so clearly never had sex. I know he just listens to like the same Nirvana song yeah. over and over again. He's like writing in his journal, like I must become the the adventure of the city. Yeah, I have to become fear. And, and he just like kind of sucks at being Batman. Yeah. Did, did, we, he... did we hate Andy Circus Alfred? I did. I didn't hate him. I was just kind of like, yeah, I need more. I'm gonna be real. I don't even remember what he looks like. So he's <laughs> oh, I mean, no, you can't beat Michael Caine. Let's be real. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That's not. Yeah, he's like the best who yeah. ever did it. Yeah. Um, Plus, sorry. I, I that's, believe Michael. That's the truth. I believe Michael Caine's also a badass. Like, I don't know. I can see Michael Caine being a bad motherfucker when he's young. Did you guys see that um, Brian De Palma movie he was in? 
Um, um, dressed to kill, where he plays like a transgender serial killer. What? <laughs> Can't just, do that. Like, the whole thing is like you know you don't know who's like killing all these people, and he's he plays like this this like therapist or whatever, and you find out and you find out in the end he's like this cross dressing like person who kills people, and it's like got subtle tones of like transphobia. Oh yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. It's like you should watch it. It's it's very peculiar and interesting. <laughs> it's kind of bad, honestly, but. It's like, it's worth a watch. It's kind of funny. I'm pretty sure J.K. Rowling has a book with that exact premise about a guy who dresses up as a girl to murder people. Yeah, fully trans. And that, that was like before like, she came out, it was just fully transphobic. Yeah, it was, it yeah it's like that, that premise now, isn't yeah. like yeah. illustrating your subconscious at all. Like, <laughs> you know? So I met a girl who told me that she was um, part of, we were talking about college athletics and she was like, yeah, when I was like doing whatever and she was vague about the sport and i was like oh so would you play and she was like it was quidditch and I was like, that's crazy but she like presenting herself as an actual athlete well not she wasn't like, she, she, she wasn't trying to do that jerry are you fucking a hufflepuff <laughs> bro, bro you're nah he's a ravenclaw for sure wait which house did she play for though i don't know i didn't ask yeah, but, but she, I thought it was very funny because she told me that there's a thing in the like college Quidditch community. They are like they've like rebranded to distance themselves from Jacob Brown. <laughs> That's so funny. The sport means that much to them that they can't give up pretending to fly on brooms. <laughs> that is like, you know, you there's certain things where you're just like, nah, there's no way that exists, and then it just does. You know I was I mean? really curious about it. I learned about that day. It's it's kind of fascinating. It, it's a like it's extremely complicated and it requires i think like five refs which is like absurd and like who's gonna go ref it so when they have, yeah when they have these tournaments they just like if you're playing you have to go ref I'm sorry, imagine being a, yeah, imagine being a quidditch ref. ref yeah how do you get certified for that like yeah. <laughs> what, what are the rules like certified? you have to hold your broomstick at like a 60 degree angle from the do they have like do they have like red cards or do they put like spells or something they go i'm gonna get that bro yeah. <laughs> you're out of the game like wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> Hall. You're out of the yeah. game. Leviosa. Do they do they even get like theatrical with it? Do they have like flash paper or something? Be like, Psh, oh, yeah, I mean, that, that would have to give it more merit. Yeah, if it's just a bunch of nerds on brooms, who cares? It'd be cool if they were actually doing magic tricks, though. Like, <laughs> like one of the yeah, it would be cool game. Yeah, it, it would be, be cool. cool. Be funny. Cool. They, all of a sudden, they had to like magic. You know what always makes something be, cooler? Yeah. Magic yeah. tricks. Oh yeah. <laughs> nah, if they had smoke bombs, at least I'd be into it. I would watch <laughs> it if they did magic tricks. Honestly, like if they're doing magic tricks on halftime, I'd be like, okay, yeah. you got me. Nah, yeah, I would go just to like throw like firecrackers on the ground. Or something. <laughs> yeah, not not even not even fake magic tricks, just actual uh, explosives. I'd love to join a team and then be the authority like like the the enforcer where you're just beating the shit out of people that are like playing quidditch you break the broomstick in half <laughs> a, a, a quidditch bookie some dude some dude's game of betting the house on it the raven claw it's high schoolers and some of the positions are they give you a billy club whoa what and you hit other players with it and like that's part that's of my game. not in real life but in harry potter yes bro this is like more intense than like football honestly yeah. i bet like i yeah. each other with a hammer. I bet there was a lot of concussions there okay real talk though like real quick like i mean real quote quote it you know real quidditch like in the show that shit looks intense as fuck though oh yeah yeah i'm just imagining yeah. someone getting cte from quidditch <laughs> like you go to the doctor's office and you have the broomstick and you're like oh shit some old ass uncle be like i could have gone pro and he's talking about quidditch <laughs> oh my god bro <laughs> yeah 
Uh, we should probably get back to the movie. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. So after that long tangent. Uh, do I have any more topic starters? I do. Do you want me to go uh, on the list? Get it. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, I've, we've already done all of mine, so. Oh, okay. Um, one, of the, one of the things that was a complaint about the movie we didn't get to was um, apparently Bill Murray hazed Scarlet. Did oh. he? What did yeah. he do? I didn't look into it because I thought it was bullshit right off the bat. Uh, I mean, he's notorious for that. He just got a movie shut down. I'm too close to like. Yeah, he just got a movie shut down for uh, yeah. sexual harassment slash hazing. No way. Yeah. I was not surprised uh, by that at all. No, yeah. he was for sure. I was like, oh, he's gonna get. Well, that's too. what I was saying. He's always seemed like kind of a douchebag to me. Even though I do think he's cool, I just I'm always no. like, fuck this guy. I was, he seems so full of himself and like this classic like can't be fucked rich famous there was a story Addy was telling me about when Seth Green hosted SNL as like a kid or something he was sitting in in Bill Murray's seat and he goes you're in my seat and Seth wouldn't move so he grabbed him held him over the trash can and goes trash belongs in the trash (laughs) (laughs) dude that's kind of a sick burn no that's see that that's fucked up if you were that person but that's so fucking funny where someone gets cancelled and it's just like Oh, they're like a, that was like an idiot. Funny. But it's yeah. not like so. Uh, the thing with Bill Murray is, I think he's like he's in that vein where it's like if it's funny, he's gonna say it or he's gonna yeah. do it, even if it's really mean. You know, to be honest, I want to say that I'm surprised, but like I don't know, just doing just do, no, it, just no. doing just doing background yeah. on stuff. It's like you just watch like I just like pay attention to what the actors are doing sometimes, and sometimes they'll just be like picking up like. You know, like literally physically picking up like background girls and you know, like hugging them and shit. Like any excuse that they can get to, like touch the women in a scene, they will. Well, what was that? There was, I don't know. There was some talk show interview where he was getting like real handsy with this girl. Um, oh, um, mm. wait, Bill. Was it, was it so- Gina Davis, right? Gina Davis. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm making that up. It happened but, to Sophia Vergara. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, it was like a comedy Makes show sense. Thing. No, I'm just saying, like, like, she's the hottest woman in the room, so of course, like, the scumbags would flock to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That just, like, I don't know. I can totally see that from him. Also, all the scenes of him talking to the Japanese people, and then he's, like, totally ignoring them and kind of making fun of them to their face and not paying attention. And they're, and they're like, happy to meet him, and he's, just, like, being such a dick. I was like, that is coming so natural to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, so yeah, natural. Like, that's he didn't, you. Yeah. What kind of a restaurant doesn't makes you yeah. cook your own food or whatever? Yeah, just like basic uh, white people not understanding someone else's culture shit. Yeah. There was yeah. that one scene in the he's hospital. A boomer. There was that one yeah. scene in the hospital where he's like talking like this. I, I believe it like an elderly, like an elderly Japanese man. Yeah. I remember that. I don't know if he's playing the fool or if he's making fun of him. It's kind of hard to tell. But and that was, it was tame. It, yeah, it was just like a. He was very like. I don't speak Japanese. English, please. You know, the gallery is like, her foot is broken. Okay? You know, classic. So I I can get the frustration, but the way he went about it, like, was, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny when the Japanese doctor was explaining to her, like, how her foot was broken and shit, and he was just, like, talking in Japanese, and she was like, oh. That's pretty funny. I have Scarlett Johansson's quote about filming, if you want to hear it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, she said, uh, I think it was because, you know, he kind of has his, he's a comedian, he's quirky, and he had a, a lot of, like, ups and downs, and he had a lot of energy, and he was really, like, kind of always on. And I was, you know, a 17-year-old, and I was sort of, like, I was more introspective, I guess. Yeah, it was hard for me. I think that's what was kind of isolating about it. It is that everyone was so deferential to Murray. Hmm. 
I mean, I think that, I think part of the power, it was like an issue was like definitely the power dynamic because the movie was like made for him. So I think he kind of probably got like, you know, complete, like, you know, and like he could do whatever you want, I'm sure. Like when you were the titular character and it was written for you specifically, yeah. you could do what the fuck you although, want. Although Scarlet was in Sophia's mind for a while because she was originally supposed to be in the Virgin Suicides. She was? That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, she would. She could definitely be a Lisbon daughter. But yeah. she rejected it because it was like, the script was too, like, weird or intense or something. Which, you know, fair enough. Like She read the part about burning the Kiss records, and she said, <laughs> yeah, too burning the Kiss records. <laughs> I could like, never. Ah. Well, I could see her being like, well, the head in the oven is kind of what broke it, you know? Yeah. Girl, no, yeah. it was the Kiss records, Gabe. Come on. Oh, Let's not get carried away. Yeah, I think I think she was supposed to be, um, I may be just bullshitting this, but I think she was supposed to be Kirsten Dunst's character. I, I might pass in that if I were her, too. Yeah. I can see that. No, I, I mean, it makes probably sense. Better. Like, it? I don't know. They're probably about equal. I forgot what mm. she did instead, though. I don't remember what movie she did instead. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know Scarlett Johansson's filmography well enough. Yeah. I think she's the only Marvel actor that I, like, don't hate. Mm. I want Robert Downey Jr. to make a comeback, because he was great before. He was. I, and he was great in the first Iron Man, too. Mm. And then he just got swallowed by the machine. Okay, he, he's he's another one. But Scarlett Johansson is... Dude, I, he I needs to work this. with Paul Thomas Anderson. Him and Paul Thomas Anderson are friends. Dude. He was supposed to be an inherent vice to start out with. He was going to be the Joaquin Phoenix character. That would oh, be fucking great. My hot take Dude. is he would have been better. I, yeah. I don't buy Joaquin Phoenix as a stone detective at all. Really? No. I could see Robert Downey Jr. just kind of being like a... That guy. That was great for an audio medium, the little motion <laughs> yeah, the visual gag. Joaquin Phoenix just seems like he's never relaxed a day in his life. Yeah, he is yeah. pretty neurotic. Mm-hmm. I like Joaquin. I like him too. I like yeah, except for in that diabolical movie where he plays it. <laughs> I'll, I'll insert a Joker sound right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck that movie. I'm gonna, make sure to ma- I'm, I'm gonna make sure to mention that I hate that movie in every single episode of this. It, no, it's good. It's building anticipation for our eventual oh, Todd yeah, Phillips yeah. series. No, no, that's great. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, it's gonna. The Joker series will be episode 100. What, what else did Todd Phillips movie make? I don't know. The Hangovers. Oh, really? Yeah, he did the Hangover movies. Did he do one through three? So as, yeah, you, know, as you can see, he's a very respectable <laughs> yeah, renowned yeah. filmmaker. Yeah, they saw those and were like, he should direct a Joker. Yeah. We gotta give this guy a Joker. We, yeah, this guy's the perfect guy to rip off, like, three Scorsese movies. It's great. Let's let's put him in there. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the Joker was funny. I just love the time that it came out in. That was, oh, dude, also, we talk, well, I mean, we got time. We can talk about when we went to the screening and we had that oh, yeah. one weird guy. Oh my, there was one dude that just kept walking up and down the aisle. And With like, a backpack. Am I going to get fucking killed at Joker? Weird. Yeah, we're going to yeah. get shot. We, yeah. I was honestly more, I, was, I wasn't I was even scared. I was just mad. I was like, oh, don't let me fucking die at Joker. Yeah, that would be, I would be fun if you died there. That's not a sad death. That's an angry death. Yeah, I would be like, I wouldn't even be like, oh, I'd be like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I honestly, it. I think, I think getting shot up at the Joker screen would be kind of funny. Yeah, I love the Joker screen. I had so much fun just sitting next to Noah, just seeing him getting madder and madder throughout the movie. So like the third time they use a Frank Sinatra song, he's just like, there's uh, steam shooting out yeah. of his yeah. ears. Yeah. Bro, it's just that like, was fun. It's like it was fuck a... you, you didn't earn that song. <laughs> it was a good or anything. I thought it was funny though. I also, I was in an intro to film class when that came out. I failed that class, by the way, by not showing up to discussions. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I'm sure those You're discussions were annoying. You're better off, honestly. I had a 96 in the class, and I missed three discussions. I forgot that was a thing. And I 
What? Yeah, I got an email that was just like, you're out of class, you failed like half of the semester. And I emailed him, I was like, please, dude, I have a th- 96. <laughs> Professor did not like us anyway. And uh, so I think if we were better at talking in class, he might have shown some mercy to me, but he did not. But anyway, I was going to say, uh, for our discussion group, we had icebreakers and everyone had to say their favorite movie. No. And, no. Okay. Um, Hell of people said the Joker. Oh, a bunch of guys no. said the Joker. A, a Joker in Endgame. A ton of those. No, that dude. No, that is all of film school. Those are like yeah. actual film students. My year, it was Baby Driver was the big one. Oh, I, I, I was like, we had to put our top five. Marginally better. There is. Uh, we had this like icebreaker thing on our dorm room, and it was supposed to be like top five favorite movies, but it just said top five. So I put top five whales. Everyone else did like their top five <laughs> movies, and I was. It was all just like Baby Driver, Avengers, Infinity War, yeah. shit like that, and they're like film majors talking about. Oh, I'm just so excited to finally yeah. make one one fucking kid. And I was actually on his podcast. He his final uh, short film for the year was uh, uh, was like a mockumentary about the making of his podcast. It rocks. It's oh, so yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> I love that it exists. I, my episode on his podcast is still on. I literally only went on to spoil Infinity War. That's like the first thing I said was Spider Man dies. <laughs> and it, I didn't. I didn't listen to it until recently. But he opens it with like a trigger warning. But it's just that I spoil Infinity War. That's so funny. Oh, it was a trigger warning. It was awesome. Remember, Halfway through the podcast, I just left. Right. I just walked out. God, we're such menaces to society. You remember when uh. The Force Awakens came out, and we were just walking around downtown, and like there was like a screening happening, like on the lawn or whatever, at the, yeah, you know, the old ca- or at the Capitol, and we were just like Han Solo dies. <laughs> we were so cool for that. So so cool. Cause fuck fuck it. Yeah, fuck fuck those movies. Yeah. We got to do a J.J. Abrams series that I can delve into oh, episode please. nine and yeah. just yeah, we got to alternate these. So we have to do something that's like we're probably gonna love, and then shit we definitely yeah. hate. Well, what, yeah. wait, what's next again? Next is Zack Snyder. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> 300 was kind of good, actually. I'm not going to lie. I, I yeah, enjoyed it. Just hold the hot, hot fanfic. I'm debating how we're going to do the Snyder Cut, the four hours. I think we I, should just do a commentary of I it. I remember one of my roommates who knows me very well. We watched a lot of movies together. Um, so he knows what I'm into. And he goes, hey, did you see the uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut? I said, are you kidding? <laughs> I was going to watch four hours of that. I was just like, so like, you've been friends for so long. <laughs> Bro, that's like... I'm going to watch four hours of that. That's a betrayal. I've seen three-fourths of the Snyder Cut. I saw the first two hours, then I like went upstairs to do something, literally anything yeah. else, and I came back yeah. and watched the last hour, and I what, was like, I get it. What even changed? I, I haven't seen it. Oh, well, first of all, oh my god. 4-3 aspect ratio. Have maybe. you seen the theatrical cut? Because that one's genuinely interesting. That one is way more interesting than the fucking Snyder cut. Because you can see, it's not a movie. It's barely, it should not be considered a film. Like, people change how they look in between shots. It'll go from, like, Ben Affleck one shot, and then they cut back and he's, like, 40 pounds heavier. Or Ezra Miller <laughs> has a completely different hairstyle, and it's clearly on a green screen. It's so oh, the fucking mustache. funny. Yeah, the mustache. Yeah, oh, my God. And Henry Cavill, he had a mustache during the reshoot, so they have to edit it out. Yeah. Because he was contractually obligated by the Mission Impossible series to That's keep his mustache. so cringe. Henry oh. Cavill was uh, the worst actor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he's back, also, dude. He's back as like, Superman. Not yeah. to be catty, but, you know, just, like, a boring dude. Honestly, yeah. like, uh, yeah, like I, I don't know if you've ever seen those like little clips of him like talking or whatever, mm-hmm. like on his like Instagram or whatever. Yeah. It, it like shows up in my explore page sometimes. Yeah, but he's a huge gamer, and, so. he's, and he's like, yeah, I like just, just like just, <laughs> just woke up today, enjoying the grass 
<laughs> Join the <laughs> class. That makes him kind of perfect for Superman, though. He's like the birds. Honestly, yeah, the birds yeah, are chirping. Like Superman is supposed to be like dumb. Superman is like Taylor Swift. Oh, just like the hottest takes. I like it. It's just like, uh, like I don't know, traditional. The problem with those movies is though he's not. Superman's just like sad and mean. We should probably save this for the Snyder. Yeah, 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 we, we, that's not way. Yeah, but like, yeah, we're talking about Sofia Coppola, and we just keep talking about Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, we should be slapped in the face. Like someone should just come in and shoot us right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, we we could talk about. I mean, we're gonna like this. I mean, as far as like as far as like actual like. Like, I don't know much about filming techniques, but I did really appreciate the contrast. Like, the daytime felt, like, very, like, I don't know. There's a, there's a certain polish to the nighttime, like, the nightlife and the lights. That's yeah. where the daytime felt really grimy. I don't know why. Oh, I love those, like, first opening shots where Scarlett Johansson's POV of the, like, different Japanese billboards. Like, the camera itself feels like a tourist in yeah. those scenes. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's just looking up and everything is just so foreign to her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's just like Kodak film. Also, that's that's like another re- you know she she was influenced by Wong Kar Wai. You can kind of see like mm-hmm. the visual influence I of that, like Chungking Express specifically. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. That's what I love about like like his movies and like by this movies like music and just like visuals and it's like, like I don't know. You can just like the vibe of it. That's such a yeah. <laughs> Superfication of it. So this is a no plot, just vibes kind of movie. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yes, which is very much, very much what I did. Yeah, the soundtrack of this movie definitely lined up my taste a lot. Yeah, I like. I really like dreamy, sad. The My Bloody Valentine needle drop. Nice. Yeah, dude, she's got the needle drops, man. Yeah, I remember I listened to them after that movie. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm hyped for a Marianne's when I've heard that has a banging soundtrack. Really? Anyway. Um, yeah, definitely some, uh, definitely some long influence. Like, uh, the lighting specifically. I mean, she doesn't use, like, a lot of, like, harsh, like, direct lighting. And, um, the way, like, the Kodak film stock picks up the light in that is, like, if there's, like, fluorescent lights, then everything's gonna be, like, super blue looking you know what i mean and that's why chung king looks like that like super blue because they didn't um i think they didn't the way it works they didn't use tungsten lights like you're supposed to use tungsten lights um and they didn't so it's like a vibe it's a vibe i fuck with it i love i love it when there's not like the the classic like direct lighting in in movies and i don't know it's, it's, it's dude fun. that's why you gotta watch barry linden man that whole thing's lit with candles bro oh. i just watched that one uh I fucking love Barry Lyndon. It's great, yeah. That's my favorite Kubrick movie. Oh, I'm so, gonna watch it. There's another um, tidbit of trivia I had, which is this film, and she kind of went against her dad on this. She filmed it on film instead of high resolution, which I thought was weird. Her dad wouldn't want her to shoot on film? Yeah, he, he didn't want it to. He wanted her to shoot on high resolution. Why? Because like money? No, no, he, he said it was the future. That was his take. Like, he thought it would be like better if she did the... Francis! Really? Yeah, no, it was weird. Huh. That was in the trivia. I am beat. Wow, interesting. That seems so against his thinking because his whole like thing with Bram Stoker's Dracula is he didn't want to use any digital techniques. Like all yeah. effects were done in camera. Yeah, I also thought that was more of like George Lucas's take was like digital as the future. But I mean, I, I mean they could be. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm just citing somebody else. But like, oh it, no, it no, was no, weird. I, mean, I can well see it too. Sure. Francis seems like he kind of is an old coot. Yeah, but. No, I mean, that's interesting. Um, when did Coppola wine come out? Like, did this wine pay for Lost in Translation? No, I think I think he started doing that, like, mid-2010s. Okay. This is a 2019 black label. Yeah. Are we ready for some um, prices accurate? Sure, go for it. Yes. Okay. 
the financial so, corner of this is the financial breakdown of lost in translation calculating calculating okay so we have i got two categories for this um what was what do you guys think the budget was for this movie um 10 million dollars okay um i'm not gonna be good at guessing this i don't like really have a baseline i don't actually think about how much movies cost or make that often hmm well it's closest without going over well so. yeah tokyo that's you gotta count so tokyo real. and bill murray in there i'm gonna say like 26 mil okay okay i'll go 15 because <laughs> okay you guys suck um <laughs> Okay, so it was shot in 27 days. You gotta keep that in mind. Oh, it's shit. It's a very short filming process. Was it, like, it was like 4 million or something. Who else? Uh, 4 million and 1 dollars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and? Um, I'm gonna go 3 million. Okay, you fucking rock, Jaren. Exactly $4? 4 million dollars. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> get... Shit. Get on, dude. Mm. Okay. So, Jaren with the figures. Another another fun fact is that this was Sofia Coppola's most successful film financially. Mm. And as far as accolades. Still is. Still is. As far as her accolades to Academy Award. Um, now, let's take a guess at the... And this is both foreign and domestic box office. What are you guys thinking? Gross box office. I mean, I have it right there, so I already know. Okay, you're out, AJ. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. Domestic box office. No, and foreign. to All together. Gross domestic. Um, or gross... Total. I have no I have no idea actually. I don't know. It could be Is it um eight hundred thousand? Eight million? Like hundred eighteen million. Okay, well Jared won again. <laughs> Jared AJ crushed was making, it. AJ was trying to give me hands, so. <laughs> Jared has decimated this part of the uh, trivia. It is 118 million. All right, so it was filmed for four, and it made 118. God damn, they got yeah, it. Yeah, they, they got made bang. a hefty profit from cash that. out, son. Yeah, because you need like double your profit just to break even. So and honestly, I mean, if I mean, this might be a hint for future trivia, but this is twice as much as any of her other films as far as like financial success. Hmm. Interesting. Wow, you're telling me On the Rocks didn't sweep the nation? <laughs> yeah, I like that movie. I mean, it didn't. Yeah, I mean, it was on Apple TV. I don't even think it was in a movie theater. Yeah, it's not really fair. Dude, Apple honestly. TV is the future. Coda just won Best Picture. Y'all see Coda? No. no. Nope. Not me. <laughs> Stinky boo <laughs> My nose is really sensitive, and it looked really smelly. Yeah, I don't know the sign language for Stinky Poo-Poo, but that's what it was. I'm pretty sure it's just, like, exactly what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 that movie sucked. Yeah, it looked very, like... It's, it's, it looked very inspiring, you know. It's so funny that it won Best Picture, too. Over what? You know, like, I forgot what else. Licorice Pizza was nominated. People oh. hated Licorice Pizza. Well, because, I mean, there was an age gap, and it was racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our critique for every movie. <laughs> Dude, people are so ridiculous. Like, that mo- it was so obviously, like, making fun of the racist guy. In the yeah. Movie, you know what I mean? Also, the age gap is another one that's dumb. They are not romantically no, linked at all. Not. She actively is just like, I don't want to date you, dude. She's she's actively, she's actively like, yeah, dude, you're a kid. Get away from yeah, me. Yeah, and the other reason that they embrace at the end is she's like, oh, there's only one person that even views me as a human and doesn't yeah. just use me like an object. Exactly. And it's this fucking pudgy 15-year-old kid. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman's. Also, he had a lot so, of game, so I get it. Dude, he had so much game. Yeah, game, man. Dude, so much He's hitting on all the Heim sisters. He's like, someone got their toenails done. <laughs> yeah. I also saw a Twitter thread positing that 
Alana's characters. Isn't her name Alana? Alana. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, she's lying about her age. Yeah, because she says she's like twenty-seven or thirty at one point. It's like yeah. clearly she's lying about that. So she's probably a lot younger than mm-hmm. twenty-five. Which yeah, is... I mean, she's like living with her parents. Yeah, and, you know, with her three sisters. Like, I mean, she has a job and shit. Like, she's definitely not in high school. Yeah, but, definitely not in high school. But yeah, she's, she's she. I don't know. Maybe this is a reach. We're just really trying to defend it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I brought this Twitter thread up, and I don't remember it. Obviously, it's. I Twitter I read it as she's like making a good case. Maybe like twenty twenty one kind yeah, of. Yeah, where it's still like floundering in life. Yeah. But you know, and, and like and like this teenager is the only person you can seem cool to. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you: Have you have you all seen something projected on film before? Yeah, dude, we went to yeah, New Bedford. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I have not, I don't think. I haven't. Yeah. So, do you feel like it's that big of a difference? Hmm. I'm going to be real. I don't think it is. I think it usually looks I think that's some purest bullshit. Do you think on the ideal setup it looks better? Yeah, because to be fair, like the two prints I've seen on film have been like kind of mediocre prints. Like we yeah, saw His good. Girl Friday was yeah. on film. And, yeah, that's right. And Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And that was like one of those where it was really scratched and missing yeah. some yeah. shots. Yeah, and like, it was cool yeah. as shit just seeing those movies on the big screen. But that being said, I was like, yeah, there's something missing. Like, sometimes it would stutter and it yeah. wouldn't be lined up right. I remember I bought a shitty turntable and like used vinyl, thinking like, oh, right. this is supposed to be way better. And it's like, well, it's way better if you have setup like <laughs> and like like real vinyl and shit yeah like it's at its best it's probably definitely better yeah i'm sure if you have a good enough print and like a good projector then film has some more merit like i did yeah. like seeing grain and all that stuff because i'm just like that but yeah know. but it's like yeah. it's also in the like did you know it's like scanned you know what i mean so it's like yeah, I'm not like, one like of those. I, I wanted to. I wanted to be like, oh yeah, it's so much better. But like, really, it was just kind of like the same. I would be. I want to be honest. I was a little disappointed with the good, the bad, and the ugly cut we saw because it was just it was like, so scratchy. Was, it was so scratchy. There was parts that were missing. Like it would just jump, and it's like clearly it was just lost in the reel. There was like a full twenty minute section that was cut out. Wow. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. play. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because it's like if you ever like driving up brick road, you're like, this sucks, you know. I fucking I mean, hate brick roads. Okay, yeah. but like, that, that, that's there's my, a lot of those. No, 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 but that's that's my fucking take. Brown Street. No, no, no yeah, that, that's my that's my, no. Hold on, that's my whole take with technology though. It's because like I know like it probably looks nice with the optimal setup, but like I know consistently like in the digital age it's gonna hit. Dude, I'll take a paved road or brick road any day. I don't uh, care yeah. if it's historic. It's not historic. It's just old. It's just, no, it's just it's outdated. Did fucking know? George Washington drive on it? No, it's just old. Yeah. Tear it up. That Brown Street. Said, though, I mean, I will. I think film, even if it's scanned, you know, looks way better than digital cinematography. No, definitely stuff stuff shot on film does look better. That I do Uh, notice a difference. Projected, I'm I'm just saying projected. Yeah, don't really notice a difference. Wait, with what? With what? When it's projected, don't really notice a difference. Me neither. When it's filmed, definitely notice it. I even when it's shot digitally and like transfer on a film, I can usually notice like Atlanta does that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like that's cool. It kind of just well, part of it kind of just looks like they put the like iMovie grain filter on it. Yeah, Atlanta does look like that. Yeah, I'm like if you're gonna if you want it to look like film, just fucking shoot on film. Euphoria does that. They had the budget for it. Like, shit's expensive. I don't. I don't imagine it can be that expensive. Like shooting on film, like, they're on their fourth season. They have to have a serious budget, right? No, I mean the shooting on film is like super expensive. Mm-hmm. But um, inconvenient editing. I'm sure. Yeah, very inconvenient. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I. That's the kind of thing where it's like, if you get into it, you're super into movies or whatever. You get into it, like maybe, it's marginally better. But once you're into it, then everything else that's not like, primo is gonna, not be close enough. Like it's probably a good thing to not notice or anything. Like I don't, yeah. I couldn't tell you. Not, have shot. a nor- have a normie brain about it. Just yeah. not even like film digital. What are you talking about? Yeah. Bro? Like you ever like some hear someone be like, oh, the production on this album. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that is. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's, it's always just like, irritating. yo, shut the fuck. Well, up. it's more just like, like I'm glad I don't have this good of ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I appreciate this. Yeah, true. That would suck. <laughs> I mean, people that, like, complain about that shit are, I don't know. See, this no, is like, like, like you, people, people who, like, are bitching about, like, technical shit are super fucking annoying. Cause you're, but like, also, like, digi- the point. digital doesn't have to look bad. Like, there are good directors who use digital. Uh, David Fincher shoots all on digital. Like, yeah. he, his movies look great. So, the problem I mean, is it's just, uh, I mean, uh, filmmakers are a lot lazier when they use digital. Because yeah. they don't mm-hmm. have to think about it as much. Yeah, that is interesting. This is a total tangent, but I did read an article about car design once 3D modeling came out. And, like, about... So, they were making a case that it's shittier now because um, you can make a million mistakes. And you there's not, like... It's like the... Too many decisions will make things worse if you're like constricted or wouldn't like 3d hard. design make it like way easier and safer because yeah, there's yeah. less man uh, like yeah. human error yeah well yes yeah. but i'm saying like if you're like oh, i wonder what this would look like it's super easy to find that out you don't have to be deliberate in what you do you can like see a million different things you mean too many decisions to make right? yeah sure yeah. but i don't see how that could make it worse if you have more decisions and less is left up to just human error it makes sense to me it makes sense to me when you have to be more thoughtful and deliberate in, in like every decision you make because there's like less going back on it and more, um, you're like this is gonna take a lot of time to actualize this. Yeah, like it's like so it's like better, like you look like, you, you, you can see it. you can see the vision of the product and like. I know. Also, I have yeah. friends that like make music, and they'll sit there going through drum tracks and it's like, doom, 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 yeah, doom. And I'll sit there for a half hour. <laughs> right. Find the perfect drum kit or whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Does anyone have a good uh, Lost in Translation topic? Not really. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I gave my favorite new drop. Hmm. Sometimes. My buddy's on time. What do you guys think? Can you sing a few bars for us? Close my eyes. Feel me now. Uh huh. That's. Wow. That was that, but. <laughs> it was that one. I mean, that's my favorite too. I mean, I was gonna be real. I, I did not pick up on the music too much in this film. I don't know if it was just like yeah. what I was paying attention to, but like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I thought the karaoke section had some bangers in it though. Yeah. How'd you guys feel about Bill Murray's voice? I don't know if it was just because I was in my feels, but it really it spoke to me. I think it's pretty. I mean, good. it's like he's not a good singer, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But it works. You yeah. Know? Like, like he put his whole heart into it. Yeah. He's just that's what his character would do. Yeah. yeah. It was funny how it was like on a. It was definitely a guy who can't sing doing karaoke. And also sometimes when someone does like a slow song, it can be so awkward. Yeah. But it wasn't awkward when he did it. And he, he put the emotion in it too, even though he was like, his voice was mid. Mm-hmm. You remember was... when we did Hey Jude at karaoke and got like yeah. booed off the stage? What? Yeah. <laughs> it went way long. I went to, I watched some karaoke oh, this no. weekend and I saw these two guys do Lucid Dreams by... Uh, Juice World. Oh, it was, it was very rough. So one of the dudes had he had on black jeans, black beanie, black Steve Jobs turtleneck with a chain on, and my friend, she goes, I have that chain. 
I bought it at H&M for $12. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like a like real gold chain. And this guy was so into it, and his facial expressions were killing me. <laughs> I love people that go hard at karaoke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't be good and go to karaoke. No, nah, yeah. Up. It's like... That's kind of cringe, honestly. We used to go to karaoke all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, we did that for a while. Yeah. That was, a, that was a phase. That was a weird part of our life. There's only one time I wanted to go, and then I ended up getting turned away at the door because it didn't match my ID. It was like right before Halloween, I wanted to go and sing Monster Mash, and I was literally going to do that, and then go home, the and then I got turned away. <laughs> That's so upsetting. Cause I know. Like, that was the only time I was excited to go sing karaoke. Were you using someone else's ID? Yeah, I, I never bought a fake ID. Yeah. Yeah. Who does not? Yeah. These motherfuckers. I mean, I, we, we, had fake, we had Wisconsin fake IDs. Yeah. I would always just like use... I got turned away once because they asked me when my birthday was, and I forgot which year I put on the thing. <laughs> I did that once. I had... <laughs> um, do we want to talk any more about this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Sure. But what do we? Oh, I I never did the fucking IMDb thing. All right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, well, okay. Yeah. All right. Want... Yeah. Um, the first piece of trivia is that this is Bill Bill Murray's favorite film of his that he's been in. Really? I can see that. It's yeah. really good. I think it's one of his best performances. Like. Yeah. I was going back in my head whether I like this or Rushmore more. I think I like Rushmore just because it's more personal. Like, yeah, as, a, as, a movie. as a movie? No, just, like, his performance. Oh, his performance. Yeah. I think I like Rushmore more, but I, it was one of those I was genuinely considering. Like I was like, is this Bill Murray's best performance? I think, I think you're glossing over What About Bob. I think you're glossing over Space Jam. No, no, no. Where's the one Caddyshack? Yeah, Caddyshack. Yeah, he's in Caddyshack. That was pretty good. That was funny. Yeah, he's like finding the gopher or whatever. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Dude, you think about him and his like contemporaries from that time, like Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. He's the best one. Yeah, he's the only one that's still working even. Yeah. Because like, you know, John Belushi died, obviously. And then Chevy Chase is like a weirdo or something. Chevy Chase is great. He's so good on Community. And then he's just a, such a raging prick in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that was the case, right? He yeah. did something. Honestly, that whole class of like SNL are all kind of assholes. Well, yeah, they were just like douchebags who did coke and then went on TV. Yeah. I mean, I kind of fuck with them for that. But... You go to comedies, you just have to do cocaine. <laughs> that's why none of the new SNL cast members are good, because sure. they're just like, on coke, yeah. they just like drink cappuccinos and Honestly, post on yeah, Instagram. they're too holistic. You need more coke energy in Hollywood. I know, <laughs> yeah. bro. Another piece of trivia, as of 2020, this is Bill Murray's only Oscar-nominated performance. That's... Do we feel like there's any others he should have? I mean, aside from Rushmore? Uh, I personally uh, think Rushmore. He should have gotten the best supporting that year. I mean, Moonrise Kingdom, he's kind of hilarious. Moonrise Kingdom, know. I don't think he's in it he's enough. Not, he's not really, like, a, like, I think he's amazing, but he's not really one of those actors where it's, like, I feel like Oscar is, like, definitely a genre, you know, of Well, like, if we yeah. ran the Oscars, who would we say right. is the best performance of that well, like, year? I feel like... Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah like, I would give yeah. him one for uh, Rushmore, definitely. Okay, this is kind of a... Like, I a, think he's my winner on my spreadsheet I have. This is kind of off-topic, but, like, you know, Brad Pitt got his Oscar, right? Yeah. I Brad feel Pitt's like, a good actor. Yeah, he's, he's a great, great actor, but, like, I feel like Bill Murray has done enough, you know, like... As far as it goes, you know. But like, is there anything else we would nominate him for? Because you mentioned Moonrise Kingdom. My thing is that I think there's he's not in it enough. Like, he doesn't make enough of an impression in that movie. Like, he's great in it, but I think that he gets a little outshined by some of the other supporting yeah. actors in that. Like uh, Bruce Willis would be my supporting from Moonrise Kingdom. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's just not really like an Oscar actor. Don't don't movie. worry about like yeah. what Oscars are now. Like, would you consider? 
any performances. I mean, I, I, top five I, I, I think Lost in Translation is probably <laughs> the best that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I'll, I'll I'll probably agree. Like, would we? Like, I don't. I'm not a big Ghostbusters guy. I don't give a fuck about. I mean, there was there was Groundhog Day where he's like a titular. Groundhog's Day, he's really good. He's really good in that movie. Groundhog's Day, I haven't seen Groundhog's Day. Ooh, Groundhog's Day is really good. Is that Groundhog's Day? Groundhog, Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Day doesn't sound right to me. None of those sound right. None of them. I'm <laughs> gonna cut whole, all the soy sauce. The, the, the yeah. whole day doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, no. Groundhog Day, I would give him a best actor for. Like He's really good in that movie. Yeah. That's the best like straight Bill Murray comedy, yeah. I think. I would say he does. He just fucking kind of annoys me a little bit. And that was the like one thing that maybe I'll complain about this movie is like, I do think both of the characters are like. Hey man, ScarJo were both like kind of fucking annoying to me. <laughs> like pretentious or what? Yeah, maybe or just like I don't know. Somebody he wasn't always that funny, and just like they said, how in like self aware he is. He did seem a little more muted in this. Like he wasn't doing the Ghostbusters. He always had a quip thing. Like he still had yeah. that kind of energy about him where right. he was like I'm smarter than everyone in the room, but he wasn't as like on the ball. As when he's in Ghostbusters. He has depression in this one. Yeah. Yeah. This is we're entering depression era Bill Murray, which yeah, culminates Murray. in like The Life yeah. Aquatic, which is one of the saddest movies yeah. ever. That movie just hates itself. So I much. need to see that still. Life. We'll do that for Criteria Cast. But um, I haven't seen that either. I mean, yeah. not, not only it's good, like, it's uneven. Y'all remember last time when I was talking about how like Sofia Coppola's things are very smooth. yeah they're very smooth movies. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's definitely like plays into it. Like that's a part of it. Um, you know, there was there's a moments where it had some spikes though, like like when they went out. Yeah, but it's night, not it's like, not like a sharp spike. It's not like a Tarantino, you know. It's, that's that's it's, fair. It's, yeah, it's more just like a. Hmm. Um, Scarjo wasn't nominated for this movie, but Bill Murray was. Do you think that was? She didn't. I mean, she, she didn't even say that much. She was just cute as fuck. She yeah. Yeah, I mean, she. I the thing is, is like she was. She did a really good job. I think she. she it's just like, I I think people are kind of blind to nuance sometimes yeah. when it that comes phone to this call where stuff. she's like almost crying and then yeah, was yeah. she talking to her mom who was that supposed to be it like it was yeah. mom or a friend uh, or yeah and her mom just like isn't listening to her yeah, yeah, she's talking about how she's sad. lonely for sure she was excellent no she was oh, excellent that hurt it <laughs> i know people like her dude like mm-hmm. personally you know and she was she killed it she was great it's just again like the whole oscar thing it's like it's all about like the big sharp you know yeah but let, let's ignore pronounced. the academy if yeah, we were just talking them. about like the I best mean, performances. I, I, I would have i would have nominated i would have nominated sure. for this like, is this her best role or is it jojo rabbit <laughs> oh god <laughs> don't you bring that <laughs> in this is way yeah. better than, don't even fuck jojo rabbit okay. that movie, did they get nominated sucks uh yeah, she, yeah that, that was, was that was that was the first year she got nom- she got nominated for marriage story and jojo rabbit in the dude i year. fucking hate the oscars like so dumb. so ass dude should we make our own oscar ballot this year do a yes. do a full episode no no we should us, we should us yeah. making oscars. oscars special episode we yeah also yeah, that's nice i feel like if you did ghost in the shell you don't get an oscar it's fucking off the table for you <laughs> Dude, Oscar's just so cringe. It's like you have to play like a real person in a movie that sucks. You have, dick. To, you have to play a biopic of someone, or, or you famous. have to, or you have to eat like real liver. Wait, did Daniel Day Lewis yeah. get an Oscar? He's gotten three, dude. Yeah, he deserves them. He does deserve all of them. I would give him. What all did you get him for? Da- Daniel Day Lewis is the all, goat. Dude. Were they like all PTA or mostly? PTA? Um, yeah. no, one of them was PTA. So he got it for My Left Foot, where he played a physically disabled person. Okay, he got it for That's Age of Innocence. Yeah, no, he got it for uh, My Left Foot. There will be blood in Lincoln. Yeah, there will be blood for sure. Oh yeah, all three of those. I would be like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, dude, there will be blood. Fucks. There will be blood yeah. rolls. That also, that one's his best, I think. Who's the Riddler? What's his name? 
Um, Paul Dano? Yeah, dude. Oh, he he yeah, he's he got nominated for that. Which is which he deserves that. He's one of, yeah, he's one of the best. Like, he's one of the I drink he's, it up. <laughs> he's so wacky. God, I love it. Yeah, yeah Paul Dano is cool. Don't bully me, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Your little song and dance. <laughs> that movie's so funny, too. Yeah, you have it's abandoned funny. your child. Dude, some people think There Will Be Blood is boring, but that movie is oh, up to It's so fucking okay, funny. Okay, like, you know, you know how the, like, some... Maybe I'm just a judgy fuck, but there's some movies where if you're like, this is stupid, this is boring, I'm like, bro. Can't be friends. No, definitely there are some where I'm like, I'm not going to lie, like, we can't be friends. There are some where I'm like, if you think this is boring, you're kind of a dumbo. Like, uh, you know, not to be pretentious, but fucking Citizen Kane rules. The movie is a mile a minute. I'm glad you brought that to me, too, because I was like, I don't know about this. Dude, Citizen Kane rules. It's it's like the 1940s Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, dude, it is the basis of Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. uh, You you were talking about this when we watched it. It's the basis for Trump's campaign. Like, it's kind of hilarious. Oh, my God. Dude, no, there's even a video of Trump talking about Citizen Kane, and he, like, totally missed the point of it. Well, it's also like, has he even seen it, or does he just know that Rosebud's in it? No, no, he just just heard it was, like, the best movie ever made. His his reasoning was like, like, it's the greatest. He's like, it's called Rosebud. Rosebud, and if it was called any other name, it wouldn't be as important. It's like no, the name no. Rosebud isn't what gives it. It could be called like Willow. It's yeah. It's, no, it's not the name. See, being Trump. now being in the business school, I'm like this is what everyone there does. They have the most surface level understanding of everything, and they yeah. want to bring it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's that fra- There's that quote from the movie. It's like, well, making money is not very hard if all you want to do is just make, make money. money. Yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty pretty it, accurate. So I was gonna let. So that one film class I took, they had, um, so one, one time the professor asked, he goes, has there any, ever been a movie that was just so bad you started it and you didn't even finish it? And this one kid, he raises his hand and he says, little women. And the whole class turns on him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that then, was pretty good. And then, that man's um, braver than the Marines. Some other people say some things and that same kid raises his hand and he goes, what was that movie about the rosebud? Oh, what a douche! And then the the, the TA in the is back fucking around. No, it's good rules. It's good mother podcast. <laughs> the TA was sitting in the back of the class and he wasn't saying anything the whole time. And he goes, "This from the back he goes, are you talking about Citizen Kane?" <laughs> it was just so funny to be like, "Fuck Citizen Kane!" I, I would have applauded the TA. Just went, "Fuck you, dude!" I really wish I I. Low key, I kind of regret not being in film school for a period of time because this shit sounds hilarious. No, it's so disheartening. You get so beaten down so fast. I heard, I heard a kid go off about how a quiet place is the best thing to happen to horror. And to what the? Uh, I, I mean, I thought it was cool for sure, but like, I wouldn't go and say it that, another... dude. Like even this, you want to like, start the? We'll cut this section because I know what story you're going to talk about. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, All right, hold on. I'm gonna clap because they got it. This story is fucking funny. So. <laughs> All right, we're getting kind of squirrely, so let's wrap this up. Final thoughts. Let's start with you, Gabe. Oh man. Um, I don't know. I, I, this film was a like a, a very definitive um, improvement, both financially and in quality. Like as far as like direction went. Um, I, uh, Bill Murray, although somewhat contentious in the film, has been like, he definitely carried, although I think ScarJo did an admirable job, uh, admirable job. Um, let's see what else. I mean, uh, cinematography is pretty on point. I loved how the film looked. And, uh, I think I just also think Tokyo looks like a cool city, which kind of might make me biased, but yeah, no, it, uh, the tone of isolation, uh, struck home for sure. 
And what would you give it a rating? Oh, fuck. Ten guavas out of five. Good shit. Jaren, what's your take? Uh, I watched this movie. It was a perfect setting to watch this movie. I had COVID, and I made a shitty edible and drank about a half a bottle of wine and watched this movie. And it made me feel a lot. It definitely, um, like, touched me in some in some ways where I was, like, I was kind of delirious and sick and fucked up. And it was, like, sentimental and also kind of depressing. And then also it kind of it had the vibe of, like, a cool girl's Instagram where I was just, like, this is good taste. It's very pretty and the music is great. I don't know if I would, like, put it as, like, a great movie that I've watched. It was definitely fucking good, but... I don't know. Maybe I'll throw it, like, a three and a half out of five. But it was just such a vibe, And I really appreciated it. And like I said, it was uh, a high point in a really shitty COVID addled week for me. But yeah. Wistful. Uh, sentimental. Very pretty. Alright. All right. Um, yeah, I'm about the same as all of you. I think this is definitely a giant improvement over the Virgin Suicides. I think this is astounding that this is only her second film. This reads like a 10th film in someone's filmography. Um, I love the atmosphere. I love the performances, particularly Bill Murray. Uh, Scarlett Johansson had a few scenes that really got to me, especially the one on the phone. And yeah, I'd give this a 72 out of 76. That's a good rating. Um, so... I I absolutely love this movie. Um, this is like one of my favorite movies ever. And um, I would describe it in a way where like, do you guys ever have those movies where you feel like it just kind of like explains you or like... The he just like me for real movies? Yeah, yeah. The Joker. he just like me for um, real movies. You know? Yeah, yeah well, like, like this movies that make you feel like understood and like you're not alone in how you feel. And this was one of those movies for me. Um, I just felt what the characters were feeling on a very like deep level. And um, it was exactly the movie I needed to see at the point in my life that I saw it. And I continue to watch it because it continues to help me cope with those feelings. And I like it a lot. Um, you know, there's so much stuff to like about it individually you know the aspects like the acting is amazing, the cinematography, the whole you know the music, the writing. The direction but ultimately you know the whole overarching effect that all these things create together is phenomenal and um deeply affecting and i really fuck with it i wish i had more like funny takes to give here but i, I just really love this movie and um, i'm glad it exists and what would you give it for a rating five out of five swag all right uh final question it's one that i'm gonna ask every single episode is this the best movie we've watched for the podcast yeah, so far absolutely yeah Emergency yeah, suicides was good but yeah this is, this is yeah this is way better dude, this is just a sophomore film is fucking slapped yeah this yeah. is this is, is pretty phenomenal for a uh a rich child's second film oh, yeah. seriously though i mean like she you know most of these like <laughs> privileged kids you know these uh, like nepotism babies mid Oh, yeah. Even other Coppola nepotism babies. Like, what's yeah. Gia Coppola doing? I mean, the the children of boomers have been, like, in this world, have been given, like, a very... <laughs> we have to see them and listen to them. <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> mad about this one. Yeah. Yeah. 
She right. she's one of the few who like really knocked it out of the park despite the nepotism. Like she deserves it. I feel like this film, even if the cast was completely comprised of Zoomers and like maybe a millennial, it's still kind of the same tone. Just like the isolation feel, like it mm-hmm. applies to everyone pretty broadly. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all feel it. You know, it's just kind of modern times. Yeah. You know. Right. I think that should do it, guys. Who wants to give the ending line? What's the ending line? I don't know. <laughs> Come up with something. <laughs> oh, that's right. We just kind of keep going, you know? Yeah, we just go until someone says like a catchphrase we can go that's out on. The... Well, how about that? 